What up, what up, what up? Episode 307 of the On Deck TV podcast. We are breaking down the brand new Dreamville joint, Revenge of the Dreamers. J. Cole brought his crew to you to see what they can do and see how much they can shake up the charts. We break it down. It's only the On Deck TV podcast can do. This week's episode is brought to you by Needle, N-E-D-L. As in Needle in the Haystack, it's the free app that converts audio into text so that radio listeners can search live content as easily as they search the web by keywords any person with the app can add their own voice to the live search results and become instantly searchable by the words they say by tapping the microphone button that is the needle app that's the sponsor of the week we appreciate you joining us check out all the other podcasts on the on deck tv podcast network realvillemedia.com absolutely man realville media that is full sport press podcast with my homies big jeff jay hove and how Weezy. check out their latest episode 278 the nba free agency winners and losers don't forget also fresh for dummies podcast with me and my homie jay hove our latest issue is up check us out every first and 15th all right now let's not waste any time let's get to this dreamville compilation all right What to do with the business is It is another week in the books It's the On Deck TV podcast I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown If you're looking for me on social media Animal underscore Brown will get you there I am Spike Lou on the same social media sites And follow the show page at On Deck TV podcast Absolutely man, producer M Extra was good It is your boy M Extra 3 M Extra 3 on all things social media That's M X T R A 3 What's going on fellas Slow motion man Lou what you have on deck for the weekend Slow weekend man I got to finish up Stranger Things Repping my boy mm, How was it T-shirt game hey, don't give it out spoilers here. No spoilers though No Jesus spoilers Christ. It was okay, okay. Uh, right. Of the three seasons It's probably the worst one I'll okay. say that But it's not bad it's, If you You know It's just same vein as the rest of them uh, But I enjoyed that What'd you have up for this weekend? Uh, what I see Spider-Man for sure It was piff It was good? Yeah it was I'm not gonna lie though The first half I was thinking to myself Okay this ain't as better than the last one But then the second half was so dope Like they turned it up to the max I said okay Fair enough This one's, this one's on par Easy That man said it was piff Is this Absolutely. Is this the, like the relaunch for the new Marvel stuff? Relaunch This is the end of phase four Phase three. Oh, I thought Avengers was the end of it. Nah, this one is. Oh, gotcha. Because it just takes it's place. piggybacks off of the Avengers, right? It huh. is. Okay. But it feels like Avengers was the end, but nah, it was actually That's what this I thought because it's called Endgame. Nerd alert. Endgame. For everyone listening. You would have thought. Yeah. Uh, what you have one day without? Oh, man. This weekend was fun filled. Random, <laughs> but fun filled. <laughs> Friday, I hung go. out with uh, my brother and some friends. We went to a couple of spots. Uh, shout out to Urban Licks. Um, the live band there was phenomenal on Friday night. Saturday, I went to the world famous Magic City. <laughs> world um, famous blew Magic a bag, City. and it was excellent. Excellent. You got some wings. Shout out to the wings. I was just about to say, shout out to the lemon pepper wings. The wet, dry. Always wet. Oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nothing dry. Pause. <laughs> uh, we gonna uh, <laughs> what? So, um, yeah, the Magic City was off the hey, chain. It was, it was great. Great. You know, I may I go there every now and then. Um, so I thought you were saying every weekend. I was going to say, dude, you got to get a life. Oh, no. Oh, okay. No. Every now and then. That, that's <laughs> my first time since last year going. Stay. Stay. Oh, yeah. I haven't been to strip club in probably a decade. So. Do you miss? Wow. 
Wifey had you on restriction, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Do you miss Strip club, dumb overrated. Mm. You definitely didn't grow up in Atlanta. (laughs) I'd rather go to a strip club than a regular club. Yeah, all day. I'd rather do that, though. Yeah, Yeah, the regular club is beyond trash. Oh, God. Yeah, that's in Atlanta. The strip club is like the regular club, really. Fair enough. That's true. Um, All right, man. We got uh, some J. Cole and some Dreamville to get to. However, we got a couple topics, man. Let's talk about ASAP Rocky. Now, last week, ASAP Rocky and crew were seen in a now viral video getting into a physical altercation with a man in Sweden. Now, shortly after the video made its rounds, there was a second and third video showing a more peaceful Rocky Mm -hmm. and what seemed to be an intoxicated man following the artist and crew. After several failed attempts from his bodyguard to de-escalate the situation, the resulted fight from that first video ensued. Now, Rocky is uh, now being detained for at least two weeks Mm. overseas in Switzerland. Oh, excuse me, in Sweden. In in, in humane conditions. Allegedly. Uh, and he faces up to six years in jail. Where do you place the blame for Rocky being in this situation? Um, not to take any blame away from him himself. I mean, you're an adult. You put yourself in these situations. But after watching the video, I, I all solely on his security. Uh, you're there to defuse the situation. He's big enough to be able to defuse that situation. This wasn't a big guy. He just seemed to be rambling. He was a drunk guy. I feel like that he should have did it this a long time. He, when the guy swung and hit him with the right. headphones, it shouldn't have been no more talking after that. Why are you following us? Like, go on and put him in a suplex, get the police out here, explain to them what happened, and we done. <laughs> I ain't, like, I'm not here, or if I was the bodyguard, the thought process should be in even ASAP Rocky and employing him. Bro, you're not here to politics. Like, you have a job to do. You six six, three hundred pounds. Go on and fold dude up. I don't even know why I got to step in and be like, hey, bro, stop following us. Like, he was at one point defending his security guard. Like, why do you keep following him, bro? Like, right. go on and let, let him. That's what you pay him for. Go on and let him be unleashed. You deal with the aftermath later. Even if your security guard were to get locked up, you're on the outside. You're the head of your organization. You got your hands on the money so you can handle the situation a lot better from the outside as opposed to when it gets to the point where you fighting this dude. Now you in jail overseas in inhumane conditions, you claim, and you got to go through people to get things that you need. You don't put yourself in that position. So I blame the bodyguard for letting all of that happen. What I, you think? I say 99% of this goes to the fan. I'm not finna let him off the hook. He was super drunk. He kept talking about something about his glasses or his headphones. His headphones that he broke over the bodyguard's head. Oh my God. That's listen. If this happened, the only reason that ASAP Rock is even in this situation is because he's overseas and he's a famous American. When this first the news first hit, they said, "quote It was a world famous artist that we have in custody." He is. So that lets me know. Yeah, but the, even just the the point of even bringing that up to begin with in your little news press, Sweden. Mm-hmm. That's that's because they were excited to have a rich. American artists in their custody. Now they've got him in there for two weeks, facing six years. They've got video of dude clearly being the instigator, yep. and they, they've even blocked him. So apparently, there's like a treaty that we have with Sweden and several other countries that where if it's someone tradition. in America gets arrested, then they have a representative that can come over and consulate. kind of handle yep. certain things. They blocked the representative from even coming in. <laughs> So, like, they're, they're strictly doing that because Rocky's famous. He's missing but, but, hella shows because of this, too. But that's the reason why you why you hire security, because all of these things can happen if you get in trouble overseas. You know that going into this. This ain't his first time over there. And the fan is a dickhead. Clearly. But a fan is going to be a fan. 
And I still feel like ASAP Rocky should not like he's swinging dude around doing the, the suplex with like yeah, no, I ain't gotta do none of this if I'm walking right. around with this six four three hundred pound dude. I'm not getting my right, shoes yeah. dirty for this. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not boxing <laughs> with you. Yeah. Like I see what you're saying about the fan. But a fan's a fan. And, of course, when you're overseas, especially an American star, yeah, they're going to try to chase that. But you know that going in. This ain't his first time overseas. He knows that he's a headline over there. So you got to be weary of that shit. Yeah, yeah, there's no way I'm getting my hands dirty with this peasant. <laughs> there's no way. I don't even know what he. What, what was Rocky thinking. I, I mean, he was just caught up in the moment, I guess. But there's no way. There's no way. Because they don't play overseas, yeah. period. Yeah, that's a fact. I mean, the rules are different. Yeah. ASAP Rocky's a cool dude, as we can see. He tries to be like, he was trying to like diffuse it and right. come on bro turn around no. bro but still the fact remains like I don't want to have to do all of that yeah. Like, yeah. I don't I don't I get paid to do songs and go perform I'm not here to like go back and forth with some drunk fan but like that's why I got security otherwise yeah. I could just walk around by myself yeah but I mean in all honesty he's not gonna do any nowhere near six years um <laughs> these two is, weeks still like that's well this is what in I'm, itself right and I'm getting to my point um this if, I don't know if you guys listen to um Flagrant 2 podcast. Uh, so Andrew Schultz, photographer, a media guy, he got arrested in Sweden he got locked up mm. um, for they assault. Similar artists. I mean, similar allegations. Um, same thing. He had to sit for a few weeks. Um, had to go to trial, like a quick trial. But, you know, he got a... <laughs> he was know. drunk and he swung at the police, though. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. swung at the uh, security yeah. guard. I mean, but still, like, if I'm But Rocky, it's the same allegations. Yeah, I don't care about it. Listen, if I'm Rocky, I'm missing... He's had a tour lined up on deck overseas, big bags that he missing out on. Right, and and again, I'm hot about that. That's the security's job. You also are protecting the artist from themselves. So if I hire you, you know I'm a hothead already. So if you see me going back and forth, it's like, no, bro, like you need to get me out of there, or you need to knock him out, one or the other. <laughs> but I don't want you standing beside me, like, yeah, stop following, girl, stop following. Like, nah, somebody need to do. Somebody needs to take some action besides ASAP. I know uh, Ferg put the petition out to get him released. He was the one that kind of was talking about the in inhumane conditions. Apparently, yeah. there's like diseases he and said, sicknesses going around. Well, and he shit. said that he was in uh, solitary confinement because he's famous. The guy next to him, he said, was a mental patient. He was beating his head against the wall and throwing feces around. Uh, he said he has only eating apples, one apple a day, because the food is inedible. Keeps the doctor uh, away, though. Um, <laughs> sick. Oh. And, um, that's, that was I mean, Animal Brown. Those are the inhumane conditions, he said. Uh, feces. So you're saying in two weeks he'll be done, he'll be tried, I don't know. he'll be back. No, I mean, I didn't say that. But <laughs> I don't know. That's what he said. I said he's not doing six years. <laughs> Andrew Schultz's no, friend wasn't famous. Nobody gave a shit And he was there six he was weeks. There. That's my point. He was there six weeks? Six yeah, weeks. he got off uh, light. They took, yeah, and they, and they, he said they had him in like the best prison yeah. just because. Like, right. So he's not so. famous, so he got off light, so I'm thinking there's no way. Unless they're trying to prove a point. Uh, he had to wait. And now. the thing is, the reason why they have to stay there because you have to wait to your trial. It's not yeah. that they're locking you up for that. Like, they don't want you to go to America and be like, shit, fuck it. I ain't going yeah, over there to go to court. Yeah, yeah. so they they keeping you until your trial. Until your trial. That's facts. Yeah. Interesting, man. Free Rocky, man. I know that's your man, but it's free Rocky. Never even listened to an album. <laughs> what? Flacco Jody? I have no idea what that is. Oh, my God. And you call yourself a host of a podcast. So talk about rap. I am. <laughs> I am. I call um, yourself. Um, all right, man. Let's move on, man. DJ Mustard or 
formerly Young known Dijon. as don't DJ do DJ Mustard. Don't, don't, don't try to box Mustard in. My bad, man. In a recent interview with Sway in the Morning, Mustard revealed that he has actually sold off half of his music catalog. He explained that he only owned a percentage of his work before 2017 and that he was offered 10 to 15 times what they are worth today. He also said that he owns 100% of his music from 2017 to current and that none of those records were in this particular deal. Put your accountant hat on, please, sir, right quick. What would you have advised Mustard to do? I would advise him to do just as he did. Mm. Him selling those albums on the press release, it says he sold half of his catalog and bought himself out of every contract that he was bound to. Now signed only to himself, mm-hmm. it's safe to say we can expect a lot more and a lot more, a lot more drip from Mustard. So in general, being able to be free and betting on yourself, I feel like was the correct decision in this case for Mustard. You say, hey, you can, I'll sell you my back catalog. Y'all got that, but I'm in my bag now. I know I'm going to make better music. I can make better decisions now. I've been in the game longer. I'm better overall betting on himself. I think that was a brilliant move, and it lets him move how he wants to move. So many times we hear artists beefing with the label. They can't do this this way. They can't do how they want to until you get to the stage like a Jay-Z where you're older and you really don't have the following like you had when you were in your younger stages. I think Mustard took his career by the balls, and he doing the correct thing and it's a lot more artists that are going to take this route if they have the catalog to be able to do so to sell it off i don't think he's the first person to do this but i do think it's a brilliant move no nah, he got this from the dream yeah uh, not too long ago earlier. the dream sold off some of his catalog let me run to you some of the songs that he has previous to 2017 rack city tiger i'm different two chains r.i.p young jeezy <laughs> my nigga young G yg excuse me um paranoid with uh ty dollar sign Damn. so He's got some feeling myself, he, will I am, left, right with YG. He, He's got a lot of heat. Uh, who do you love, YG and Drake? <clears throat> Dude. That was a jam. Listen, that's all previous to this, to him owning his own stuff. So he, at the time, only owned a percentage of those. Those are big-ass records I just named, though. Right. He hasn't had a record on those on that level except, with the exception of LMA. Now, obviously, that's a big-ass record as well. <laughs> not? But I will say that... Okay, clearly inspired from Dream. And I think people need to, they were giving him a hard time. I saw on the internet about this. Like, ah, why are you selling your stuff? Why are you selling your stuff? That's the problem with the artists and blah, 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 blah. They didn't really hear that he only owned a percentage of the songs to begin with. And they weren't fully owned. And then they were giving him 15 times what they're worth today. I don't know if those records will ever make 15 times what they're worth. And if they do, it's going to take 20 years. I don't give a shit. I can take that now and invest it in some things that I got going on. Buy up the block, get some stocks, whatever the fuck you want to do with it. It's betting on yourself. And not to mention he bought his freedom. Yeah. There's nothing better than that. Now, I'm, now yeah, going I'm, forward, I own everything. Yeah, I'm, that's, true. that's much more. That's, that's 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 worth much more than everything else. Yeah, that's, that's a true. fact. That's and a that's what people don't see. They don't see the macro. They only see the micro in the situation. I think this is like the LeBron James generation effect. Like people betting on themselves, taking control of their careers. Like you see the player empowerment with the NBA. King Star James, LeBron, and how he did that and went to Miami, and even now. You got the players taking the one plus one deals, and I want to go here. I want to be traded here. I think it's coming down to to influence a whole generation. It's going into music. LeBron is heavily influencing music. I think Mustard looks at that and say, hey, I can give you all this. I can take this money. Like you guys said, I'm going to invest in this, and I can be even bigger than what the people perceive me to going to be as far as with this. That's a good correlation. I like that. NFL, catch up. Here's the only problem, though. If I'm looking at what Scooter Braun just did. He just bought Taylor Swift's. Mm -hmm catalog right 300 million right 
big dog catalog. His his the generations of Scooter Braun's family will eat off of that for ever, ever in a day. Right. So you you transpose that with what Mustard did selling off some of his biggest records. Mm-hmm. You can't help but be like, no. Nah, why couldn't I would rather read about him buying somebody's a, catalog or his own. Well, I mean that's what the play is for though. Yeah, that's a you make the play so you can yeah. make the Scooter Braun play in twenty years. Mm. You give me this seat. With anything, you build it up to get it bought so you can do other things like That's you business, want. So, sure. you know, so I'm bu- I built this up. I built Mustard up to this. Now, 20 years later, we should be hearing about Mustard coming to buy a, a catalog <laughs> or whatnot. Because I do think that he has a nice business mind. I've heard him talk before. Yeah. He seems like a grounded guy. He makes good business decisions. He surrounds himself with good talent. And he's talented. So I think like this is the beginning of big things for the next generation with Mustard leading ahead. Yeah, I don't want people to jump off a cliff and see that they saw him sell his, you and know, some of his yeah. royalties. And like ah! he's going broke. Right. Yeah. trying to put a Dame Dash and say, oh, like Dame. Right. Like, nah, selling his on. shoes and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are- <laughs> and first of all, don't do Jay-Z any kind of way. Trying to get his all LeBron credit, dude. Jay-Z, when he, th- buying masters and buying back albums and the importance of that, he did that when he talked about Reasonable Doubt in his catalog. So... Put some respect on Hove's name. Jay made it a high line. Brian made it a high song. Kiss to take ass. it from Hove. Now, <laughs> Brian made like he made it like I, this new generation is all about like I wanting I want to do my own thing. Yeah, you know, I want to go to work. Most recently, too, Twenty One Savage uh, owned his own shit. Two Chains. Yes, he bought Chris his Brown. Recently, Chris Brown just bought himself out. Yeah. yeah. So now nah, it's a smart play, and hopefully people are learning from MC Hammer's mistakes and shit. Mm. <laughs> Whoever Jeez. else didn't own they shit and got raped. TLC. We learning. We would not repeat that shit. All the bad boy. Sh- all of <laughs> all of everybody bad boy. on bad boy. Shout out to Mustard though. Cash money. Young Dijon. Um, all right, let's take it to New York. Fifty Cent. Uh, the NYMC has been very active on social media, seemingly now more than ever. Uh, he took to IG to do some reflecting on on his career, saying, and I quote. Some people are not built to make it. Their habits and instincts will pull them right back to struggle. You put them on, they fuck up the package, end quote. Mm. Now, when somebody commented for clarity on whether he was sending shots at his old clique, he responded, quote, Do you realize G-Unit only did five shows together without me? In 16 years, every time you saw them together, it was for my show. They messed up the whole package, end quote. Fair or foul, 50 airing out the unit. That's foul. Like oh. I, I feel like the 50 is doing everything that he can to stay relevant if it means shitting on his former bandmates, if it means making a mockery of friendships that he had. Like, bandmates? Yeah. <laughs> G-Unit was a band, wasn't it? <laughs> I feel like that he just does all of this shit for attention and it gets old, it gets stale, in my opinion. It's entertaining to a lot of people, but he can't sit there and say, well, you guys fucked up the package, I put you in the position when it's documented on the paperwork that he's being petty. Like, people have tried to get out of their contracts with G-Unit. People have tried to do other things, and he's blocked those things. He's put a block on them putting out music and being able to make money from it. So you're saying, I want you guys to go on tour without me so I can get paid from that too? Nigga, fuck you. <laughs> like, like he, he's manipulated in a way to make it look like I gave these niggas a chance and they fucked it up, which is true. And he did. But as a leader, you have to take responsibility amongst yourself to be like, shit, did I put them in a position to, to, to really prosper? Or did I just say, well, I'm doing it, you should be able to do it. Some people, everybody don't learn the same way. Yep. So for him to sit back and just point fingers and be like, well, you should have been able to do this without, I feel like, giving them the proper blueprint to do so. Like, the things that he did in the situations that he put G-Unit in while he was popping, you can't do songs with other people, you can't do this, you can't do that. He made them outcasts. He black. He made them blackballed. 
And now he's coming back and saying, y'all fucked up the package. No, you fucked up the package. Yeah, no, mm. that's an argument, whether it's fair or foul. Here's the thing that's tricky. It's hard. I'm always torn when people get to airing shit out when what they're saying is facts, whether it's foul or exactly. fair. That's Because what he's saying is factual. I've heard him tell stories of when they were in their heyday and they were all supposed to be on one accord, people showing up to meetings, people showing up to photo shoots, and they, they got on Nikes and they ain't got the G-Unit shoes on. <laughs> they left their shoes at the house. Right. Like small details like that is what separates someone like a 50 from someone like a Tony Ayo or a Young Buck. They're not paying attention to that small to those small things to where you're all on one accord and you're moving as a, no pun intended, unit. So he's speaking <laughs> back then, not necessarily now. Yeah, now he's probably got some spite in him. He's blocking Buck's contract. He's like he's blocking a whole bunch of other shit from happening, but he was giving them the blueprint. As a matter of fact, the blueprint was right in front of their face. So for none of them, no one to take off at least a little bit from that launching pad is a shame. And they all, all most of their hit records feature him on the damn hook or bridge. So it's it it's a little disappointing, and maybe everyone's not built for that. Like that may just be the point of the fact of the matter. And again, if he's saying that and it's truthful. I'm not sure if I feel necessarily right. foul that he said it. Right. I mean, and let's keep it a buck. No pun intended. <laughs> um, <laughs> niggas is lazy. They were lazy. And you can, I mean, come on, man. 50, you know, put them, you know, got them out of, out of nothing, made them over, pretty much overnight for nah, them. Not, not 50, 50 not overnight, but he brought them like, oh, come with me. Right. And, you know, they didn't have the work ethic. You, I mean, you saw, I mean, people talk about Lloyd Banks all the time. Yeah, about he that. said, even he said that. They didn't have the work ethic. You know what I'm saying? So him pointing out that they only did five shows together without me, that is That's important. Bananas. That's crazy. How do you only do five shows without 50 Cent? It doesn't matter what percentage he gets. I don't care about any of that. It do, though. No, it doesn't. Like, no, it, it goes to your credibility as an artist. It goes to how, your, how, how, how you love your craft. It goes to all of that. And you not wanting to be a part of what you love to love to do and that's, that's the same thing pe- if somebody get a percentage i'm not gonna block my bag that means i not get paid at all because they get a percentage that's dumb yeah people can taint what you love that's, like no, bro. And, and people will uh, some people will allow you to do that i don't think that any of those guys were mentally as strong as 50 cents and that's not their fault that's not Cent. 50 fault mm-hmm. and i do think that if you are a leader with what you said about the g-unit shoes if you see me showing up in nike what do you do like right. it's your job as a leader you can you can say no if, yeah, I just, <laughs> I'm saying you can say these things and then turn around ten or fifteen years later and say these guys didn't do this. But if you call yourself the leader and you put yourself out in front and you have an expectation, then you need to relay the expectation to your team. You can't come back and say you guys didn't do this. I have this expectation. I carry myself you, this way, and you guys are looking at me, and I expect you to do this. You, Everybody's not like that. You can't. If you are the leader, you have to find different ways to communicate with your team. You can lead by an example. You can pull some to the side and tell them, but you have to make everybody's on the same accord. Right. So yeah. if, if it's your job to do that. So if you coming out 10 years later saying, man, this didn't work because we weren't all on the same accord, who was the leader of the group? It's your job right. to do it. It depends. Yeah. It depends. Well, it, you should have a lot of bail. Because we're going, we're, we're going on a lot of unknowns cause, because it's only coming from one side, to right. be fair. So, and yeah, if, if it is 50 job to make sure that they do know, hey, come like this, come like if this, you're gonna pull complain like about this. it. Like, but we like, don't know if, if he said that or not. That's the thing that we're missing. We don't, we don't know. If he told that, him and they kept doing it. Right. We so don't we know don't, that We don't know that. But if you're going to come and complain about it, I think he needs to get more context because all of this lead, looks like to me. But how, 
It looks like to me the people that followed you failed. The one that was there and had talent as well, game and went and did his own thing. If they had did that, I don't know that they would have been just as successful as game. They well, followed him down that path. He left and he uh, was able to be successful. So I don't know that it wasn't 50. But yeah. the thing is, and that's I'm glad you brought a game. Game was never lazy. Never. It doesn't but matter if fam, he was with fam, 50 or not. I'm from the same yeah, city, but I seen him do work. I ain't saying that he's the most, he Bruh, has the it's, biggest it's, work ethic, but I wouldn't call him lazy. He no, was on I, every record. You're talking about one years. person. All right, but I, oh, that's an example. You just use game one right, person. Right, but I'm as saying, but nobody worked as hard as game outside of 50 Cent. That's, that's a I fact. You can see. I think the game Bruh. separated himself from 50 Cent earlier than the, the rest of the group. That's why he was able to be successful. It did have something to do with his work ethic. Yeah, a lot. But to I do don't it. think that he outworked the rest of those guys that significantly to still be popping now. How dumb? And they not. How dumb can you be to show up to a photo shoot in the shoes other than yours? Yeah, that, that's well, Captain. As a leader, though. as yeah. a leader, do no, I have no, to no, scream that to you? See, y'all are speaking from a place of that registers to y'all. Everybody don't think like y'all. It's your job as a leader. If he show up, okay, he might piss you off or whatever, but you still got to say, hey, bro, you can't wear them. And he did. Like, I'm sure he did. Now, that, that's the so thing what's we the don't problem, know. though? Uh, that's the, see, that's the thing we don't know. The, <laughs> the, problem but the thing is, is, everything understood don't need mad. to be explained. Yes, it has to be if you're going to get mad about it. You can't get mad at a nigga for like... If, yes, if you're you going to be like, damn, bro, you rocking You never stopped making a band? Huh? Puffy got mad because they didn't Those understand. Those were kids. He was trying to turn them into stars. And that's Same cool. Thing. Puffy is trying to teach them how to be something just like Same Buck thing. was. But these people are more established, and you have to take, I feel like. They're established. Why? I don't know what you mean. Because, because of, 50? of 50 Cent. Yeah. Cool. And he it's his job to teach them. I can I can give you fish, <laughs> bro, I can but lead I can't you to the water. I, I was about to say, exactly. I can't so make you drink. Thing. Exactly. So if he's telling them these things, and they're not able to put that into effect then that's on them that's, on, that's them. on them yeah but it sounds like that's not what happened is how he said well uh, we don't know that part that, that's uh, the part we don't sounds know like that is exactly what happened but I, I, <laughs> now people people on record saying lloyd banks would disappear yeah, like yeah. that's like even and, he and, said and, yeah, i think he moved to like florida or something didn't I think. he had like family issues yeah too, i think though. something that's, happened so they're they're, they're caveats to each situation I, all i'm saying is 50 may have a point but i don't think he's being fair let to me, each and every case let me ask you a question that's possible let me ask you a question he's just trying to be funny yeah, I get 50 is trying to be funny. However, it's 50, look at every main artist who ever had a crew, right? Mm -hmm. The only job, the only job of that main artist is to get your foot in the door. The rest is up to you. Yeah. The rest is up to you. Biggie said that, Jay-Z said that, T.I. said that. Every main artist who None had a crew. Had successful artists, though. But, RZA, RZA sitting wrote everybody's first album from the Wu-Tang. That's just, that's not what I'm talking about. What you RZA talking about? and Rutan came on together. I'm saying an artist who was already established, who had a crew come behind them. They were trying to put their friends on. Mm -hmm. That's what Fifty was doing. Right. All I can do for you, that's like me hooking you up with a job. Right. All I can do is get you the interview. Mm -hmm. It's up to you to knock the door down. Right. Right. You can't. Fifty held up his end of the bargain. That's my whole point. Yeah. That, and, and that. But see, the, here's the that's thing. It. Though, it's every, just cut and dry like that. And and. Not being able to put no shows together like that—that that doesn't make sense. At worst, you need—if I'm Buck or if I'm Banks, I need to be—we need to be together. Like, hey, let's go. Somebody, there's one of them, needs to be like, hey, we need to put together this G unit tour situation over here in, in the East Coast. Exactly. Some, like somebody, it, it has to take somebody other than Fifty. You could argue they might have got comfortable because they were exactly to what happened to pulling the strings and shit, but. At some point, but then again, to be fair, this also happens a lot of times, though. This happens with 
what, what you want to do, Nelly and the Saint Lunatics? Yep. You want to do Grand Hustle? You want to do Junior Mafia? BSC, BSC, like it happens a lot. And so, where there's smoke, PS. there's fire. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where there's smoke, the group, there's fire. The group, and everybody ain't built like how a the group 50 most is. of the time will never be as famous as the main act, the, the main star that came but out. But the group can make money. They can make money. If they do the right thing, they made money. They just didn't make as didn't much make money enough. as they should have. Yes. <laughs> like, I, and, and like I say, you guys may be right in what you're saying. I only disagree with you in the fact that 50 is, he, he's the pot calling the killer black. It ain't they fault. I don't feel like that it's their fault that they only did five shows. He created scenarios where this wouldn't have worked. Like, I, I just feel like he created a, a toxic environment where even them going off trying to do work by themselves. Could you imagine him going to thisis50.com and, and what he would have tried to say, these niggas trying to book a show without me. Yeah, like this nigga denying his own son. Like, I, there's but no this is way. All, this is just, come on. This is no, I'm just saying this is the person that he is. He's, even but this is pure it, speculation. Even if it was all of his fault, he still would get on there and say the same thing is my point. To your opinion. That's his uh, yeah, opinion. I mean, yeah. We don't know. This is speculation. Yeah, we don't know that. Just based off his history. That's what I'm based <laughs> But on. The 50 that I've seen. Yeah, his history of bringing who his, who making his homeboys millionaires. Can you, that's what he did. Can you imagine? That's just them not showing up to the, the photo shoot with the shoes on. It's just one story. Can yeah. you imagine if you sat down with 50 and was like, hey, keep it real. Give me an example of, of a time that these niggas fucked up and didn't do something that you told them or asked them or that. Probably millions. Bro, there's probably a thousand. Look who we're talking about. Let's be all the way 1,000, dude. <laughs> there's probably a million examples He's the same, of that, well, He dude. picked these niggas for his crew. How about that? These yeah, for niggas, sure. And it worked. These niggas. That shit worked. So, and they made good music, <laughs> And too. he made them millionaires. So, I mean, they he made had, good music, though. Yeah, okay. But everybody don't get the business end of it, though. That's exactly. just not, I'm not even going to expect everybody to get the business end. That's not even fair, to be yeah. honest. And, and to temper... Expectations. I, I think you got just what you were to expect to get when you put this hashtag of artists together. No, nah, they could. They, nah. they could. They run could have been a little bit. Yeah, longer, same thing. It, happened. it was. It was fifties fault that it wasn't though. No. Like y'all keep glossing over the fact. No. Like he's saying these things could have happened and this could have happened. Fifties downfall and G Unit's downfall because they started beefing with everybody. They couldn't feature on records and the game started passing them by because they were only in their bubble. That was fifties creation. Even when Buck tried to work with artists on his second album and have all these people from the south on there, fifty didn't like that. Yeah, but they, uh, I, that, that I didn't. I, I wouldn't have like. I wouldn't have agreed. I didn't agree right. with him moving that way either. But they still had features and shit. Yeah, like man. Same, same thing that happened with. Well, uh, first album didn't though. Same thing happened with Benny Siegel and and when he loved Jay. He bad mouthed Jay, but at the end of the day, Jay is the reason people know you. That's all that matters. If I get you in the door, man, it's up to you. You got nobody can put that drive. As long in as back. he didn't block it. Yeah, he didn't. Now, if, I, if I'm standing right here, like, hey, I put you on, but really I'm behind the scenes, like blocking shit, then that will be some. Uh, and I don't think that that's the case because he wouldn't make this statement if he blocked man, opportunities. Who knows? He, he done done pettier shit. He's <laughs> before we get to this break, man. Let's talk Nicki Minaj. The Megatron rapper was set to perform at Saudi at a Saudi and Arabian music uh, festival what? July 18th. <laughs> Uh, but has since backed out. She's fa- she was facing backlash from critics of the country's human rights record. Our country, or Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia's. Others question how her revealing outfits and explicit lyrics would go over in the uber conservative environment. Now, if you were part of Nikki's new management team, would you have suggested she dropped out as well? No, she no. need to do whatever makes headlines for her at this point. Oh like, no, oh, she's God. competing with 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 a lot more competition than she ever has before. And I even think this is surrounded by that. This is the outrage. People, I, I, I don't think she had any intention to go into Saudi Arabia and doing it, but I do think that her team floated this out there to keep. Oh, she was booked. To, 
Yeah, that's, I don't know what, what she mean? was the headline of the festival. She was booked. That's cool. I'm saying she was booked and all of that, but I don't think that she had any intention of ever going. What? I don't think that she I think that she know you get the backlash <laughs> with it and with that being said, I don't I think that she's doing this to stay in the headlines. I think that she <laughs> backed out of it to stay in the headlines. She has to compete with the rest of the females. Uh, you the, the biggest Nikki hater in the world, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. She has to compete with the rest of the females in the game. She has to stay in the headlines. She has to do the things because she's not musically able to compete. So what? Oh my God, <laughs> fam, <laughs> go ahead, feel <laughs> free, take over. Right? No, go let, ahead. let me go ahead. No, go ahead. listen. Oh, now you want him to go? You were breaking right. in every time. Go. Listen, I would have told her. After I saw the backlash, because I'm going to be realistic, you can't ex- I can't expect Nikki or any other of these artists to know the political affairs of every country in the damn world. And Saudi to know. Arabia, though. I don't, I don't know what the fuck going on. I'm too busy in the studio making records, dude. I don't watch CNN every night if I'm Nicki Minaj. Right, exactly. So I, I, can't, I, I can't expect her to have her finger on the political pulse like that. But, however, if something was to come up and fans were to get on Twitter and start making an uproar, then you investigate what it is that they're talking about and yeah. you make a decision based on that. Is it worth the bag? Is this controversy worth the bag? And if it's not, then you back out. Right. But if you, if you feel like it's just a small group of people that ain't really making no noise, okay, cool. But people were highly upset. Yeah. And they didn't really – and I actually – I'm not sure how she would have done – because I understand now after reading up on it, you know, the women have to walk a certain – Women were just women were just allowed to drive in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I didn't know that. In the last two years, I didn't know that. Nicki Minaj did. It was a big deal. I didn't know that. I mean, you and she's working. You don't watch the news. You're you're, you're admittedly don't watch the news, though, right? (laughs) No, but I also she's in tune to current events. Like she talks about current events of the country or of the world of the world. Uh, I don't believe that. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing Um, because that's a lot. So I, I can't expect a, her to a, know that. A female rapper, you can't expect her to know that a country that she's going to rap How, in, she's booked, an artist. Just let females start driving? You don't expect her to know that? No. No. Wow. You, give the artists, you give artists a lot of credit when it I comes to political issues. I give I give artists that are in the mainstream a lot of credit because it's their job to do no, so. That's no, it's not their job at all. I think it's a team. To, See, the to thing is. Her the, team. Should, are you saying her team or her specifically? Somebody told. Like, I feel like that she's abreast to, to stuff in general, but somebody definitely told her the females or right. the, 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 the climate of after, Saudi Arabia. After she booked it. That's my point. Man, she don't book her up. Go, go. After they booked the show, and Nikki put out a statement so we can get clarification. She said, after careful reflection, I have decided to no longer move forward with my scheduled concert at the Jedi World Fest. So the whole thing, she said, why well, I want uh, blah, blah, blah. So it's more about making my support for rights of women and the LGBTQ community and freedom of expression. So going forward, she I don't think she knew, I mean, before this, I don't think she knew that all of this would affect her LGBT community fans and her women fans. Yeah, that, and that's that's to my point though. That's okay. why that's another reason why people were feeling some type of way because there's no same sex marriage. There's no. She didn't know she's bringing that yeah. specifically up in that statement because that's what people were yelling about. Yeah. She didn't bring up anything that wasn't told that she saw on right. MSNBC right. or whatever the fuck. Yeah, she said after better, better educating myself on the issues. Boom, here you go. I I will be dude, I, that's a lot to keep up with. Like right. it's one thing like if you or I know that shit, that's cool. But man, like I, yeah. I, I just don't have that expectation. Especially when they offer me the bag to perform. I'm gonna accept at first. And then I'm like, oh. Because like what country, like what's going on in Sweden? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like I don't like who knows the political climate of We've these countries. We've been at war before with the Middle Eastern countries. Saudi- there is a- <laughs> What's that mean? 
Because <laughs> he asked about Sweden. Like, why would we know about Sweden? We don't, we're not involved politically with Sweden. We're involved politically with Saudi Arabia. Things that go on in the Middle East are reported on the news here. And with that being said, it's a predominantly Muslim country. Right. So you know how Muslims feel right. about what you just said in general. So right. there is some type of knowledge that comes with taking a job in Saudi Arabia, right. period. Artists, artists get backlash before Nicki Minaj and they'll get backlash after. She thought, in my opinion, that she was going to be able to get this off either without it being anything happening and going to get the bag, or if something <laughs> did happen, it's going to be a headline and they'll be talking about me for a week anyway. So it's a win-win <laughs> for me. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I, don't, man, I ain't know. I don't I know about know a headline, but I think the, back, the backlash definitely uh, rattled her. Is the backlash fair, though? Yes. Like, does it matter that if she was to go and do a performance and then come back? Does it do it really matter though? No. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Like, I don't she know. Not, Nicki Minaj not changing the world. She, I mean, that's what I'm saying. She's not co-signing the policy. That's the same thing that uh, Beyonce went through when she did uh, the Saudi Prince or somebody in um, uh, Dubai or something. They gave her a backlash about it too. She had to cancel the show. So you don't think you know, y'all don't think that Nicki Minaj Dubai? knew anything about that? It was a different country, I believe. I just said I don't expect her to. It's I don't know middle, if she actually. Did. I know it's a different country, but it's the same region and it's the same reasons. You don't think no Dubai and Saudi Arabia are related? I don't think Nicki Minaj. Do you know Dubai? I get what you're saying. But I don't think Nicki Minaj was up to info with all the. You don't think she's abreast of Beyonce having any beef of going to perform over there? I didn't know that though. Yeah, I'm asking I'm you. Do you think Nicki Minaj? They're no in the idea. same profession. So you, like you just said before, we wouldn't know. But that, what, but she's in the same profession as her. She, but, she's a person, though. Right. Who's you're saying she's doing she's this only for humans. No, no, no. I'm saying <laughs> that she was she's aware of human. what happened. Even I, if, even if she doesn't watch the news every day, like you say, right. with it happening to Beyonce in a similar area be, of the world, she's aware of what happened. But Beyonce was doing. She just it, thought either it was go by with backlash or no backlash. No. It's a different situation. Win, Beyonce was doing it for a private birthday party of a prince. Fam, it doesn't matter. It's a different situation. Completely. Oh, different. she should have done, done that. Then fuck that. <laughs> this was a fe- this that. was a festival put on by promoters. No, that Ooh, bag would have been crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. I don't even know. It's like five hundred thousand dollars. I don't think she did. Fuck that. <laughs> well, I don't know. I can't recall. But <laughs> I'd have did it in just, for the private little area. No pictures, no cameras. <laughs> she Fuck probably it. did. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, tell him we didn't do that on Book the low the flight. Like, come yeah. on. Uh, well, I mean, it's good for Nikki for um, standing up for her fan base and um, not taking the show. I'm, I'm sure that fan base appreciates her efforts. Probably uh, so. Yeah, I feel like I feel like though she's been in the news for everything but uh, a dope record in the last two years. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Hence her pulling this. Well, she's a mega star, so it happens. Had, yes, she is, but still, some a, a good record. I don't think would she needs help. help from Saudi Arabia news to <laughs> to boost her profile. Clearly, she. <laughs> does. I don't think she needs that at all. Clearly, she does. Oh uh, shit! Otherwise, ain't no Mick, Nicki Minaj topics. Yeah, it's crickets. Incorrect. What? Uh, what's the music break, man? Who we got on here, dog? The first music break I believe we have is Kamaya, uh, straight out of East Oakland, stand up mm. Bay Area, featuring Quavo and that boy Tiger. What's it's it called? Windows. That boy Tiger. Windows. Let's get it. The light skinned Lil Wayne. What's that bullshit? 
We are back. That was Kamaya and Crew. How you feel about the um, Kamaya song Windows? This sounds like hip hop that the cast of Big Little Lies would listen to. Mm. What? Like riding up and down that little the ocean, in the ocean property. This yeah. sound like, like what Reese Witherspoon would listen to as far as what the like it's, it's, <laughs> this is, I don't know if that's good or bad. It's I bad. Don't know that show is fire. So I don't fire. Know and Lewis is, can't come to the Bay Area if he don't know what the sound is. That I would see them listening to. It's nah, this is it's a no for me. Yeah, I, it's a, it's a no for me. But I, I'm not gonna say like it's just like garbage or nothing like that. I but never, I'm just not listening. I never to this. said that. I'm not riding to this. You might as well say. It's Shout just, out to Kamaya. I get this. If I'm ghost riding the whip, I could see this is corporate hip hop. Like, no, like if not. you take us to the office and the white, they're like Bob's, like, man, this is jamming, Bob. Hey, this is. So you know, what's you're this? not familiar with Bay Who's Area this? rap? I don't believe that. I'm talking about this specific song. Yeah, this is big East Oakland Bay Area rap. I love the bop. I love the sound. If you're familiar with Bay Area sound, this is what it sounds like. This is definitely the sound. Kamaya's verse was. Uh, particularly important because a lot of people bite from the bay and don't give them their credit. So I'm glad she called people out. Um, it's a dope record. If you like that vibe, it's a bop. Can you can you listen to a whole project of hers though? I have her first album. It's dope as fuck. I'm not. I don't believe that. No, it is. You should listen to it. I've I've ran through bits and pieces, but the the flow is a little. I don't. That flow gets on my nerves. It gets old after a while though. The her style. Yeah, oh, that's okay. the only thing. Yeah. It, it's it's, a, it's like real I, ABC. I, but one, I will two, have three. to tell you, I have to be in the mood for certain Bay Area music. And when I'm in the mood for, I love like it. Keek the Sneak. Yeah, yeah, all that, <laughs> all that. Yeah, I love the Bay. Mr. Fab, I love the Bay. Um, I fuck with Mozzie. Yeah, like this, not really. The, mm, this music, I'm not a Bay Area sound though. No, it's not. That's <coughs> probably why it sound better than this. No. Um, Shout out right, to the man. Bay. We're Everybody talk- else, if Drake put something on a Bay Area record, your ass jumping yeah, he'll up rip and down shit. Mm. He'll rip that Double shit. Double standards here. <laughs> With these women in hip hop. I'm, I'm going to get them to like a women record one of these days, everyone. <laughs> Do you ever pick a record you one. don't like? You just why would like, I pick a record I don't like? Just to see what people think. No. <laughs> I'm picking them. It's my pick. So I like all that's my. That's why records. you're so offended. Yeah, when we don't I'm like. not offended at all. I just yeah. want you to expand. Every week, you're clearly, <laughs> you've never been to the. Every bank. week, you're offended with it. You have a long explanation <laughs> about why we you're, should like it. Last week, I just wanted to know every week because last week y'all was uh, on on my records and the week before that. I <laughs> so I don't know. What you're I'm not about. keeping count. Yeah, I'm of just, course you're not. So it's I'm not every week. You what it's it's just, we'll go to the bay. I'll show you how. to I just want to know the year to the song that people don't. I'm not listening. Hearing this in a certain environment may enhance. Yeah, that's fair. But we're not in the bay right now. But I'm not going to tell. There's no Monterey music. I mean, no Monterey music yeah. from Big Little Lies. Get the oh, fuck out of here. This is, this is one million percent Monterey music. I could see them getting hyped to this in the Levain. Let's talk yeah. about some more Monterey music. <laughs> Dreamville, Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Oh, all the way fucked up. Finally, finally dropped. Uh, long awaited, highly anticipated. Now, you know how we get down on these album reviews, man. We like to talk about our expectations, our initial thoughts as well as our highlights and our lowlights, and then we'll have a final rating at the end of the show. First things first, low, medium, or high, can you please tell me your expectations, Lou, going into this? With no interruptions, please. <laughs> medium expectations. Okay. Um, I felt like this was an album. This The third one had the most promo that J. Cole had done for one of these albums, so the expectations on their end should have been big. Based off the other albums, I didn't think musically that it would be great. I, I was definitely going to check it out based off everything that they put towards it with the invitations. The documentary was good. Just the overall hype around the album got me to at least wanting to check it out. Mm-hmm. And I could say the other two Dreamville projects could come and go and I wouldn't have known or known that they were even on the uh, the press to be done. So that, that 
that raised the whole thing around it raised it to medium for me. I agree. And you know what? I'm going to say medium too simply because I'm not a fan of the first two. Um, I don't really remember much from them anyway. And I'm actually not that big of a fan of his roster. However, I was intrigued at the marketing of this project, though. Uh, the different artists, the different producers, doing it in a 10-day span, recording a gang of songs. I think they ended up doing 140, 141, something like that. Uh, so now the project has a story that I can at least buy into. So They did 141 songs? Yeah, Jeez. recorded. So now, or 142, actually. So now they has, a, they has a story I can buy into. So now I'm like, okay, this is something I can sink my teeth into. Even the documentary leading up to this was pretty dope as well i watched that a couple days before the album came out so my expectations were at a medium level now i'm gonna tell you what i thought when i first heard it my initial thoughts first listen i thought it was just okay like i wasn't super impressed i was almost kind of confused because i'm not real well versed with his roster like that like i've heard a couple of solo projects but you know their, their voices aren't super distinguishable to me so when i'm hearing all of this like I'm, it's a little jumbled. It's, I'm a little confused as to who's who. That so that first listen, man, was like I was like, yo, I don't know. Now, upon further review, after a few listens, the vision starts to become a little clearer. The music a little less cluttered, and I found to come to really enjoy the album. I thought it was some good ass music on this project. I thought it was some good ass bars, good enough beats, and it actually ended up being enjoyable, man. It's probably one of the better label compilations in recent memory um when you first thought about it when you first listened what were your thoughts um when i first listened i did as well think it was okay uh there's a lot of rapping on there and a lot of different as far as not just bars like they're giving you different styles and you could see this in the documentary leading up to it you yep. could see that they were having fun uh there were different rooms for different moods and you could tell that they took a whole collection of stuff and you know tried to put it together um but I like the way that it flowed. I like the fact that you couldn't kind of necessarily tell who was who other than Cole and maybe people that had a very distinguished voice like the baby and Dreezy, people that really want within their sound. But listing Dreamville on all of the records and kind of having it sound like a group thing, sort of like a Wu-Tang type thing. I think each person in this group complements each other, mm -hmm. even down to the R&B singing with Ari. Like each person plays a part. Uh, I wouldn't call them necessarily the Avengers, but it's a it's a nice collective, and you can tell from the album that these guys really fuck with each other, that they play off of each other, that they were collaborating, and it wasn't. Uh, I would say like I would say if QC were to do this, you would get probably a lot of verses that were emailed in. He was mm -hmm. at the studio. I wasn't at the studio. This right here, I could tell that they were cohesive. I could tell that they were working together. So that for me made it sound a little even more even better. When I was listening. No, and, and when you look at the documentary, you can peep that. It's like, you know, when you're watching a game, a basketball game, and somebody dunk on somebody in the bench, they doing their own choreographed dance. And <laughs> yeah. Like, it's one of, like, you could tell they get along. The energy you, was crazy. The energy. You want to see that from your squad. You mm -hmm. understand what I'm saying? Somebody fall down, you want to see five niggas run over to help them up. So I feel like that is when, that is what the feeling I got from this particular, the, the camp. So I, got, I think the documentary helped, and I'm glad it came out two or three days before the album and not a month before. You know what I'm saying? I, I yeah. thought the timing of that was very well put yeah. together and putting it so close to the project. Um, I, and <clears throat> I'm going to get into some highlights because I actually do have a, I have a lot of highlights on here. Of course. Um, I like that Cole was on here enough but didn't do it, didn't overkill it though. I don't. He didn't overshadow this and he could have easily done so. He's obviously the biggest name involved with the camp. 
And I think if he would have done too much, then it would have been kind of Jake Cole and friends, so to speak. Right. And I didn't get that vibe. Um, if I wanted to kind of go on a couple of songs, I think Sleep Deprived mm. was one of my favorite tracks on oh. it. That shit was fire. That's a great pick. I thought Self Love was super dope. Um, and I, the last two songs oh. made me want to run the whole album back. So I, I'll give them props for the the order of the, of the tracks because PTSD and Sacrifices immediately as soon as sacrifices goes off i want it makes me want to start the whole album over again so the order in which things were put together i thought was very well done and it, i mean this kind of surprised me i'm still as i'm listening to it i'm still trying to figure out who's who all the time you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like there's still a little bit of that well, but it's a little bit of fun of that it kind of <clears throat> takes me back to yeah. the cd days when you had to read the credits and you know what i mean exactly. so i'm i'm not tripping on that but the first listen kind of threw me off um there's was, a lot of outsiders as well that, that's what i'm saying yeah. that it, that's what and I, I'm gonna get to my that'll be in my lowlights too. I'm gonna mention that. But what what stood out to you? What worked on this album, in your opinion? Again, the cohesiveness of the album. I think they sound like a group. It doesn't sound like a label did an album together. It sounded like they were cohesive and they were a group and they got together and they had an idea. As far as J Cole and each person were, was able to run their play. Like feel like J Cole was the coach. Put Jid in to do this. I'm gonna put Lou in to do this. I'm gonna bring Ari in to do this. And each person was able to do what he needed to do. Kind of like leadership, what we were talking about with 50 Cent earlier. For sure. I feel like J. Cole did a great job with that, putting that together. So that stood out to me. Also what stood out to me is the the, the tempo, just the overall tempo of the album. They weren't chasing a single. I don't feel like that they nah. were chasing a hit. Yeah. They weren't chasing a popular sound. It was like, well, this is what Dreamville does. And you guys may be successful over there doing this, but we're going to do our thing over here. And I think that's what J. Cole is great at. It was and, on brand. And exactly. And the fact that he's able to roll out artists and stay on brand right that, like that and have the outside artists in there that, that are not a part of the label and it's still staying on brand was a difficult task to pull off, and he did it great. Yeah. What I will say, another takeaway that I had, though, they did hit us with the okie doke, the pump fake. I feel like the, the invitations that went out, I wanted it to result in more big names with some of his artists. Like, I would have loved to hear Rick Ross and J.I.D. Or I would have loved to hear Two Chains and Boz just mixing in him, or excuse me, his label with the bigger artists, you hearing how they were I mean, yeah. he had Tip and he, Vince was on there yeah. and Ty Dolla Sign. But I'm just talking about some of the bigger names that we were excited to see that were even in a Dreamville Crit. session. Crit. I would have loved to see him on his album. Just him mixing up, having big names on there with some of his artists. I think that would have kind of added to it a little bit, made the songs even bigger. <clears throat> so that was my biggest takeaway, kind of the pump fake that we got from the promo. Any particular songs that stood out to you? Um, For me, I def- Costa Rica's my favorite song. Mm, I love on. Costa Rica. Wow. Um, you said the guy didn't sound like Sway Lee singing the hook. I think that he does. Oh, Guap Dad. That's Guap Dad. That's Guap Dad singing the hook, and we were debating. Shh, I never know known. who it was. I like Guap Dad. He had a funny interview on Insta Reels. Yeah, he's podcast. funny as hell. He's a very funny. You got to be funny with a name name with a name Guap Dad. Yeah, very 4, funny 000. guy. Very I think confident. he's from the Bay Area as well. He is from the Bay Area. Very right. confident guy. I like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Costa Rica is probably one of my favorite songs on there. I like the slow song with Ari that she had with Ty Dolla Sign. Got me. That was banging. I hear you, Dreezy. Uh, like Sex Dreezy ripped it. Dreezy uh, stand out. I love it. Sacrifices. J. Cole versus oh. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's a fact. And um, the Lambo truck. Like, what cause, reason, <laughs> what they did to that, like, was that ridiculous. was crazy. Like, that, that was nasty. Yep. Like, I, I love that song right there. And um, 
even the, like just coming out the gate under the sun and down bed like i just like how they just set the tempo with the first three songs and then kind of went into their own mood music for dreamville the so, arrangement was on point arrangement was perfect of the project real talk they perfect. even placed the slower songs just right you know yeah. what i mean like i, I yeah. I'll give them that uh m extra what stood out to you on the album what what were you ro- rocking with uh well what stood out for me the most was the presence of earth gang <clears throat> uh, particularly uh, Johnny Venus, uh, man, they're really talented, and uh, I'm glad they got to shine on this album. Um, Guap Dad did his thing; he made sure he was felt on this album. Uh, he was on Costa Rica, and he was on um, the other song, the most radio friendly song they have on the album. Uh, what's the name of it? Uh, Don't hit me right now. I believe right. that's a radio sm- hit. Um, he was on that as well. So Guap Dad made his presence felt, and um, sacrifices. It's a song yeah, that's, that it's undeniable. I mean, that's yeah, <laughs> that song is fine. crazy, and I believe it's Johnny Venus on the hook. I mean, it's just it reminds me. Mm. Uh, one thing about Earth Gang, they remind me of Dungeon Family. Um, it's like a blend of Outkast, Ti, and other people. You can tell the Atlanta sound mm-hmm. in them, and um, that's what I like about it. So, Sacrifices for sure. Cole's verse was phenomenal. I was mm-hmm. going to ask you who your MVP was, but it's clearly Earth Gang. Yeah, it's definitely. Would you say that? Earth, Earth Gang. Uh, well, G, uh, Jid really uh, outshined a lot of people as well. Did he? Yeah, Jid, can, Jid just, he can really rap. Like, it, it, it's clear to see that he's next up. And it's, mm. it's no doubt. Uh, I love the song with him and Tip. I love, every verse he got on, he, he took advantage of it. And he and he shows why he's uh, next up for Dreamville. I mean, I was a little disappointed. I didn't hear much of Boss. Right. Um, but uh, as far as Jid, as far as standout, it, it's between Jid and uh, Earth Gang for sure. Fair enough. What didn't work on here, Lulu? What was some of your low lights on the project? Uh, I did not like what's the the Wells Fargo joint. I, I didn't That's like interlude. Yeah, I didn't like the interlude. I didn't like how they kind of flow with it. That, that it sounded off to me. <laughs> that was I the point really of it, though. I really yeah. didn't like Ti on here. What? I expected more. I think that that song was a waste. Oh my god! It was a true value version of. Girls, girls, girls. Yeah, uh, that's what they were it. trying to do. Ti verse was decent. He killed it. it. Saved the song. Jid should have came harder than I just. It could have been better. I feel like, and and that's one of the songs that J Cole should have been on. He he excels in the female talking about the relationships and stuff like that. So he should have been on that song. I feel like too. So mm. if that was a couple of takeaways for me, I would say that um, MVP, my favorite verse on the song. Well, excuse me, the whole album, I would say, is PTSD, Dante, Hitchcock. But that's he my guy. It. Yeah, he really That's did. my guy anyway. He does that. So I, I would say that's my favorite verse on the whole album from PTSD to Dante, Hitchcock verse. Yeah, my, I'm going to get to my lowlights in a second. But my MVP, I, I, I like what Ari did on here. I Ari thought killed it. I thought I think she's a perfect sound for that group. That's a fact. Like that. Yeah, like he, he, he has the perfect. Obviously, you got to have the, the R&B person in the camp. So you have some balance to your records. She killed. Whatever she touched on here, and she fits in with the click perfectly. Yeah. Uh, is Johnny I'm, Venus R and B? What does this dude do? That's Earth Gang, what? right? <laughs> He's a rapper. Yeah, that's Earth Gang. Earth Gang. Yeah, he was spitting too. I thought, he was, was I thought that was him on the hook on Costa Rica. No, that's mm-hmm. Guap Dad. Yeah, Guap Dad yeah. is on Costa Rica. Yeah. I will. Uh, now, what what I think did? I mean, work? Reese LaFleur. I'm sorry. Reese LaFleur, who's He's that? a rapper. He's a rapper. He's a rapper. Yeah, yeah he's from. Um, I think he's from Atlanta. Actually. He's from here. Reese yeah. LaFleur. Um, what didn't work? Kendrick 
scared to rap on the track with Baby and Cole. What are you scared doing, bro? Scared to rap. What is Kendrick doing? I don't think he's he just scared. trying to let niggas yeah, live. He, yeah. Every time. All he's trying to do is no. let niggas live. How many times he have we heard he, Kendrick He not trying to control niggas. Man, what, he did this on Swiss I'm album? not trying to control verse niggas. Because if I, like, Kendrick know if he get in this bag, then he's still in the show. The hook he, was great. Instead of him just doing a hook on Dreamville, it's going to be, man, did you hear Kendrick's verse? Kendrick know that. He don't want to take away from it. You just got through mm-hmm. saying you would have wished for bigger name right. uh, people to I hop mean, on here like, and hey, jump on if and do features. Rap, he don't rap. Kendrick wanted to do background that vocals nigga, and shit. nigga name ain't even on there. That's what I'm saying. He's scared yeah. to put his name on here because he yeah. know that we was going to come at him like, bro, why you didn't rap? What the if fuck is wrong you with you? He noticed that Kendrick keeps running from his cold no smoke. He does. He album. did the same thing on Jeezy album. He running from his cold smoke, like, man. come on. Kendrick, what the fuck from are you doing? He don't want that cold smoke. That's what he let me down right yeah. there. Um, Y'all are sick. He let me yeah. down. Also, what didn't work? Lambo truck was a nice concept. Control verse. That shit didn't. That, that's on. What? Bro, reasons flow on there, and that's my guy. I think he's super. I'm, so, dope. I'm super shocked. Maybe want to go said. back and listen. Yeah, to that song is hard. Actually. Now, reason is cold. That flow he used on that song is some slaw, and I ain't like the beat. I'm beyond. I ain't like the beat or his oh, wow. flow. I really like Lambo truck. That's crazy. But that, but I do like the concept. The concept was lit. Um, and then it was too many indecipherable features. Like you said that it. That could work for you, but not for me, I, bro. I didn't know who was who. Like it, it's just well, too many. It's only on a couple of songs. It's like that. But, but there's 34 artists on the album. Nine of them are Dreamville. Yeah, bro. This is a Dreamville project. But bro. that's the Why greater. That's triple? the beauty of it, though. Nah, but it, it can also get lost in the sauce for somebody like a boss who's actually on like five songs, which you can't you tell. Like three, he's on three songs. Like three? three? Yeah, I think he's on like three. Nah, I can't tell which ones he's on, bro. Like it, him, Omen. Like the cause, these are guys who should be ident- who should be establishing loot. their identity for loot. They should be I- well, establishing I mean, their identity for themselves. Well, loot. see this. So this. Well. Is, so the issue. So loot was on the first record. You knew that was him. And if you read the credits, it's him on the second verse. For sure. Omen, he stood out on the OME record. He was the only one rapping on that record. No, no. Not, they don't have standout. Like if you listen to Good Music's Crew Summer, they all have a personality and a solo career to where you can identify. You know off top. But that's because you know them though. On. But that's the point of this pro. In my opinion, that is what this should have worked as. So we you talked about ever- this earlier in well, the I, year. I think that goes to I, one of my points and my takeaways from it that we could get into. I think that to your point, even if it's muffled on this album, I think that the promo following is going to be just as <clears throat> important as that promo that we had coming into. I kind of think that they're dropping the ball even now. Like, I wanted to see all of these dudes together on Breakfast Club. Like, Cole ain't got to mm. be there. I want to see all of them together That's on the promo them, tour. I want to see Dreamville's presence felt. I want to see their personalities, as you said. I want to see them out talking, interviews, having fun. They should have been on Sway. They should have been on Ebro. Like, I want to see all of those guys well, talk and tell their fair. stories. Also, I feel like, nigga, Friday – it ought to be a new loop, uh, six song uh, yep. EP. It ought to be a new bars. It ought to be a new jig. Because you that. could go back and listen to their old projects and they're good, but ain't nothing better than after this right here, Following having up. something yeah, some jig, fire yeah, ready for it. I think that's what they should be doing. That should, and I don't know that it's not, but I, I one thing that I do not think that I, I should have been seen the Breakfast Club in But see, that's, but, well, that's the, but hold on. That, that's that, And that's exactly what I was about to get to. Because if you remember, 
Let's take it back to the '90s when you bought that No Limit album they don't do, and you opened it up. Roll it out and look for the coming soon. And the, that's what I'm. No, yeah. the, when you as soon as you opened it, the very next person who was about to drop was right there in your face, and they will be strategically placed on some of the hardest songs on that record that was in your hand True. to get you excited about their shit coming up next. That's how I feel. He has enough, a deep enough roster to run it like that. Well, He's got to be more strategic. Well, I mean, I think uh, they were very strategic in the marketing of this. So the pre-roll, oh, marketing, post-rollout. Yes. Let, yes, me finish. Post Let me finish. The pros roll out. One, we I, don't know if interview. We don't know if interview. <laughs> we don't know if interviews are coming. That's true. We don't no, know we don't. Are coming. It should have been here by now. We don't know what albums are coming, and I don't. I didn't expect them to do a Breakfast Club interview. That's not gonna happen. That's not Cole style. Cole doesn't look, do anything look, like though, that. Not just him though. You are a Dreamville fan. You flooded the group chat with nine, ten Instagrams. <clears throat> you know these people already, so you don't have to expect that. For the people on the outside that are trying to get to know these people that have not been anticipating the album as long as you have, a Breakfast Club interview would have completed the circle. Yeah, yeah. An Ebro interview would <laughs> have completed some the circle. Them, right. like even, I don't disagree, you can though. Even, you can even split them up. You put some on Ebro, some on uh, Here, some on uh, mm, uh, what's the, what's yeah, the name again. of it with uh, Fat, Big Fat Boy. DJ? DJ Academics, what's the name of that? What? I can't even Everyday think of that. You can put some of them on there in the interview, that's, some of them on Breakfast it. Club, split it up, and then rotate it. That way you control the whole week. My artist's been on Everyday Struggle Breakfast Club all week. I'm learning the stories. And now, even when I listen to it this next time, oh, okay, Jid, I know he used to play football. He thought he was a star in Atlanta and these no, you things. you seem like, like you know enough about him. I've heard him talk about <laughs> him. So uh, you, you start to pull this stuff in, and you're like, oh, okay, this music means more to me. Yeah. Well, I get that. And again, I wasn't finished, but... Uh, we don't know what where pro, press or promo is coming from this. Um, and again, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't happen, um, nor would I care if it happened or not, um, because that's just how they are. Um, they have a core audience, and I, I agree with the, it's a great idea to get them to the masses. I agree, a hundred percent. But I think Dreamville did a great job in doing that with the rollout, um, putting pictures up of everyone, tagging everyone in the pictures. That was dope. You know, I did like that. that. Yeah. So I mean, I think it just it comes in due time. That's all. Did anybody let you down on him? Let me down? Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, you said boss, though. I was going to see if he's going to continue to be biased. I mean, I, I didn't get course. enough of boss. That's, that's what I'm, I'm, It's boss. I didn't get enough of him. I mean, that's same. That's what I mean by that. That was a little bit of a letdown. You could have yeah, I mean, I done said a that. couple more joints yeah, with that. him on there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I'm looking forward to see what they do post. I think Cole can remove himself and kind of just let the guys flourish now. Yeah. Shout out to the baby. The baby ripped his verse. I see you, boy. That's what he does, <laughs> goddamn. He's the hottest rapper in the world right yeah. now. And I love Trap Cole. I want to say that. That young dude named Trap Cole. That's banging. I put that in my playlist. People are eating that up. Yeah. Nah, I'm fucking with that. Yeah. Um, if I had to give it a rating. Uh, my one, guy Vince killed that rim. I, I ain't like rim back running back, but my guy Vince killed it. Oh, Cole killed his verse. I wasn't mad at that song. Yeah. Um, if I had to give it a rating, I'd give it four reels. Uh, that's yeah. fire. I, I really enjoyed this project. I'm actually looking forward to listening to it. To running it back, I think you can let it go from the from top to bottom. Um, I I did also I did like what I heard from Earth Gang. I know that they had their solo song on there or whatever that they said. Yep. It's uh, listed as what a sample or some shit. Or uh, it's, it's a song coming from Mirrorland. See that. So that's what I'm saying is that needed to be that probably should have been at the well, and I ended perfectly, but that could have been at maybe at the end to tease you into what's coming next, something mm-hmm. of that nature to. Show what's coming and, and to get mm. people excited, man. Swivel. But that was the name of it. Swivel, album. yeah, that's the name of the song. Um, yeah, I, I, w- I wasn't mad at that. What's your ranking? I'm going to go three and a half. Banging. Okay. I think it's a banging album. Uh, very well put together. J. Cole did a great job. I think that this album is the going to be the catapult to kind of launch the rest of these guys' careers and, yeah. and become even more names. You think it did that? 
No, no, no. This is the start. This is uh, the start of it. I think. Well, Jid, Jid is out of here. No. Yeah, you, I, you just really I, like yeah, you Jid. Like you have to really. I'm not the only. One, I'm not the only one who says that though. No, but I'm saying. I'm saying at all. No, listen. I think he's talented, but what I'm saying is you're gonna have to take the Dreamville hat off right. and come in this objectively and think that yeah. he do enough if it's you had never like, heard of him like, to if, look forward to his bro, next I'm not, I if swear if you turn on any rap station after this album, any rap show, they all mention Jid. I guarantee it. I guarantee like, it. I'm not. Guarantee well, it. Okay. Jid did a good job. Yeah, what uh, you mean? He stands out. He did, an, he, he did a good job. But I think overall, I, I want to credit Cole. I, I You could very easily lose yourself and throwing shit out here, trying to chase a uh, radio hit with your group a- albums, even having all those people in the studio just flooding it with big names, so it'll stream well. He stuck to what he does. It, it fits J. Cole. You wouldn't put this in and say this is off-brand. So I, I definitely commend him for that because that's hard to do. Like you said, it's 30-something features on this album, right. yeah. yet it still like, sounds like something right out of uh, Dreamville. Yeah, it's yeah, on yeah. brand. So. They recorded it, ended up... Man, here. having to narrow down all them songs. Here, here in Atlanta, Tree Sounds, Tree Sound Studio. Oh, that shit crazy. Yeah, I um, give it a, I give it a four for reals as well. Okay, yeah. man, it's fire. I'm not gonna flex. Yeah, good um, y'all, let us know what y'all think, man. Go to Facebook, search for the group Rap Chat. Let us know how did you feel about this Dreamville? Did it live up to expectations? Did it let you down? All of that good shit. We've got another music break, sir. What we listen to? Yes, next on the music, this is your boy. Uh, Jaden Smith featuring ASAP Rocky Chateau free ASAP. Let's go. When I pull up in this, all of the homies don't act like you know me. You playing it close. They claiming it's raining. Well, that's what they told me. I told them to show me. I'm ready to go. You niggas baloney. When we get a check, it don't fall like baloney. I thought you would know. Sound trap Spider Man. Me and the homies. Just shout out to Sony. I'm ready to go. Shit. Ready to go. I'm ready to go. I put in my vote. Let my senators know. Keep the 10 on my toes and my head on the road. Shit. I never painted my head as a glove. I swear for the tennis, I'm stressing the straw, but they didn't know it. I'm letting them know. They smoking the gas now. I don't call contact. That was young Jaden Smith, legend, featuring ASAP Rocky Chateau. How you feel about it? I am fucking with it 100. percent It's gonna take a lot for Jaden Smith to throw something out. I mean, not to fuck with it. Shout out to him. And uh, what's it, Love Me Restaurant? That yeah, it's called I Love You Restaurant love Food you Truck. Restaurant. Shout out to him and what he Man, that's phenomenal. With that. yeah. It's with all vegan food and he's giving away free food free to food. people out yep. in L.A. So Skid anything Jaden Smith putting out, man, I'm fucking with it even if it's terrible. Just just because of the, the energy that he brings to the to the door. Is the song terrible to you? I like the song. Oh, okay. I like that's what I'm No, the song was hard. And I, I actually like, I actually yeah. like this project, too. Yeah, I, it's a good I, project. I've yeah. said this once and I'm going to say it again. He makes way better music than you would think Will Smith's son would have made. Man, Will, right? I don't know what that means. Man. But nah, for real. Will, Will in the studio. Well, we don't know like what that means. Shit, <laughs> nah, Will Smith coolest, made cookie cutter shit. He had the coolest dad in the was world. There's a different time nah, period. Fair. Old now. He ended up putting them bars together yeah. for no, Jay. We don't, and no one in here is looking forward to no Will Smith. You're I know Big Willie style and none You're of that shit. You're listening to him. That no. what, all of that shit was for no. Like, Jaden is way bars. Yeah, Listen, Will Smith is Dale Curry. Jaden is Steph. Yeah, you yeah. think. What? Will Smith I'm is telling a legend. You that. He ghost writing all of these songs as Will. He just living through Jay. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jayden, go in there and say it just like this. Ain't no way. I'm telling you, man. Will Smith too busy doing Aladdin. And she ain't got time to write this shit. Yeah, but uh, this is a dope record. Like I said, off a dope project. Damn, uh, I'm thoroughly uh, satisfied with Jaden and um, the rapper he's becoming. Yeah. Uh, the artist he's becoming. Um, and I, I'm glad that people, uh, he's just being himself. And, um, and you, it resonates in his records. He's becoming more, he's getting his own identity at first. Yeah, when he exactly. first came out, You could he was on someone on some chameleon type shit, kind of 
imitating what he pocket. thought was dope. Yeah, he's finding his pocket in his lane, and it's it got some good production on here too. I'm not gonna front. Um, question of the week. Now, the movie yesterday that I mentioned that I saw last week that was just some look cool. Yeah, I'm gonna need your answer on this first too. If y'all don't need, if y'all don't know the concept of yesterday, the movie, uh, a guy wakes up from a car accident. And the whole world has forgotten the Beatles. The Beatles' music doesn't exist. He's okay. a musician. He's struggling. He wakes up. Nobody knows the Beatles' music. So he's like, fuck it. I'm going to imitate the Beatles and remember all the songs. Oh, and so I'm going to become famous. Yes. He said, I'm going to become famous because nobody knows this shit. The question of the week today. If you woke up tomorrow and you were the only one that remembered a particular artist, whose career would you take? Now, with the caveat of... We don't make beats and shit. Okay. So it's one thing we know the lyrics, but let's just play with. Let's say for some reason we got access to the beats. Okay. Me, I'm taking Master P. What are you talking? Wood grain with the leather seats. Because that's an easy transition. Window slows, doggy. It wouldn't be a lot to remember. Like to see me. Uh, you feel? You're talking me? about ABC cookie cutter lyrics. Hustler, baller, <laughs> gangster, that's cap right pillar. There. I would have took something easy. Who I be? My bad, go ahead. Really? <laughs> I would have took something easier <laughs> and a lot more melody. Like I'm taking Nelly. I'm taking Nelly. Oh my God! All my hot in here, Air Force That's a good Ones, pick. Cookie Cutter. You don't know songs. the words to them songs like that, though. I figure you have to remember. Easy, them. hot in is good. I'm just gonna <laughs> run around doing that. It's oh my damn! <laughs> I'm doing that the whole time. It's, yeah, that, it's, it's, it's Air Force easy. Ones. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> bullshit. I, I'm going Nelly. Wow, you got to stop with the Nelly disrespect. That's, that's really that's crazy. crazy. You it's are you what? It's, he's a threat to Drake. So that's Master P can like. rap to you, and Nelly can't. Nelly's Hustler, a, Nelly's a Drake baller, threat. Nelly is a Drake threat. That's why you don't like. Uh, right. You got to answer for this. Uh, so, um, let me understand this correctly. If, okay. What artists I take? Like, yeah, I'm, whose career would you take? If, if you woke up still in somebody's career, basically. and the world oh. didn't remember, they so and so never existed. But you're like, damn, y'all don't know what Jay Z. Who? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're like, that's, oh. that's it. <laughs> Come on with New that. New York. <laughs> Bet. Running all like some shit. hot tub time machines. You remember? Yeah. Basically. yeah. Uh, damn, Nelly was a good one. Damn, that's Y'all a good one. Y'all niggas don't know Nelly lyrics. Like, you got to remember. Now, I'm the talking lyrics. about the overall just experience. Nelly yeah, was been Nelly. the man. Well, man. Have six packs, so I don't know how to fuck y'all from the pull that shit off. And then three times a week, sir. You can come work out with me anytime. I don't know. I'm, Of course, I'm going to take tips. Mm. I'm gonna take tips. Nah, there. that's fair. Yeah, I'm gonna take tips. That's not a bad crew to take. Yeah, that's bad. fair. Minus the gun charges, I'm taking. <laughs> I was gonna say you have to be legit. Mm. Shout out to the on decker of the week for that question, Elgin Oliver on Facebook. That was a super dope question, Elgin. Who would you take? I don't think he mentioned that on the show. Tell us, Elgin. Who I mean, you in would the have, sir. in the group chat, who would you take? Whose career would you run with? Who could you remember the bars and lyrics and be like, oh, let me get that. Um, now. Music break, or no, not music, music break, releases. New music releases, what's yeah. out, what's coming out. Yeah, I'm um, we'll start with last week. Um, we went over, of course, Dreamville, uh, West Side Gun, um, mm. and Jaden Smith. Um, but we didn't, and uh, we, d- we also mentioned Machine Gun Kelly uh, last <laughs> week, but we did not mention Currency and Burner. They have a Fino Grigio. <laughs> they Anybody listen to that? Not yet, okay. I, it's, it's in the queue, all right, for sure. Um, and also, shout out to Zoe Dollars, the whole FBG future we see uh, with last. He's on future? Zoe Dollars, FBG, yeah. For oh, sure. I didn't know that. 
That's why people listen to him. Yeah, but his his, his project is actually pretty good. He's his a, he new wrote for Puff. Yeah, too. his new one. Yeah, mm. uh, his last year being humble. Um, it's a couple of records I really like. That's a nice album that, title. That's right. actually I was about to say that's kind of dope. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, Devin Dude, Devin the Dude Still came out. Up, Still rolling up, came up. Uh, Devin Dude has to be fifty seven. Still not matter. listening. <laughs> Still making hits. Hits? Uh, yes. I don't know about that. Devin Still the dude. not. I, I really Devin the Dude is the original current. Are you listening to this? I did. I, How is it? It was Devin the Dude. I mean, I really like Devin. <laughs> no, and that's, that's, it's like you you go into it knowing exactly what to expect. Yeah. It's like smoking music. Yeah, yeah I really like Devin the Dude. He tell funny stories. He got bars. It's just it's, it's Devin the Dude. Skip. Yeah, but I'm definitely going to listen yeah, to the Currency Project. And uh, like I said, the Zoe Dollars Project is really good. Sure. Uh, coming up, the biggest project we got of the week is none other than that boy Big Crit. Crit is here. Mm. Not to be confused with Crit was here. Crit is here. is coming out. He's doing a dope classic. rollout. Uh, this week in Atlanta, actually, he has a ballet going to uh, the Blue Flame tomorrow night, if That's I'm not mistaken. Um, so I definitely will ballet be in attendance for that. So what is this, this going to be, strippers doing ballet? Hey, man. We don't know. Hey, it's Atlanta, That's man. Anything's possible. To. Anything's possible. Uh, also, Juvenile and Birdman are, for some reason, still rapping together. Uh, they have just, <laughs> just Another Gangster Part 2 is oh, supposed hey. to come out. Jag Part 2. And um, Cool Keith is coming out with Keith. Those are what we have. I don't know which was worse, that cool Keith or that Juvenile yeah. and Birdman. It's crazy Any, that Birdman is able to finesse the system and, and like drop albums. And Universal is actually paying. Who is listening to Juvenile Uni- and Birdman? Universal. No, no, there's an age group of people this. listening. There's Who? an age group of people listening. What age group? I don't know. Forty old people from New Orleans. Possibly. The whole Essence Fest that just ended. Is That's that what they playing to say? Yes. Jesus. Christ. Also, Damon John has an album out from Fubu. Who? Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah, from Shark Tank. I know who he is. Nobody, nobody listens to that either. But, <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, it ain't rap, though. Don't do that. It's like a book. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I thought you said it was rap. He said nah, album. It's, it's, an album. It's, it's an album, but it's, it's, got it's like Dame Dash did when he did his book. Uh, oh, oh, I listen Culture to that. Culture Vultures. Yeah, he's, he's just talking over speeches. Music. Oh, okay. That's yeah. fine. I thought, beat, I thought you meant he was in the booth. Absolutely not. He's just going to blackball us from Shark Tank like that? I'm out. These niggas was talking about I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> what you got on deck for the weekend? Uh, what's this weekend? I'm slow motion this weekend, man. I'm just trying to push through the summer. It's too fucking hot to do anything. Man, it was 100 degrees this weekend. Yeah, it's hot down here. In the Sound sun. like an old man. Damn. <laughs> Stay out the sun, homie. Listen what's to what y'all, down here. What you got up? Um, <laughs> I'm at the movies. Oh, my God. Uh, two movie. movies I got to see this weekend. You keeping the movies open. Yeah. Absolutely. Do they know your name? <laughs> no. When you yeah. go in, they're like, no. They know my name at the bank. <laughs> Boom ting. Right. Hey. So nigga, put your little money in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your name is Mr. <laughs> I'm going to see Crawl. That's one movie. Crawl. Crawl. And I got to hook up too. Oh Let's my. go, P. Let's fucking go, AMC. I'll be there. Meet me there. Who in the A? Like meet DC. me at I got to hook up too. I'm supporting black business. Where are like they DC showing it? Where are they showing it? AMC. Like how many theaters? Like two? Maybe Did I they mean, have it doesn't a, matter. They should have had a premiere down here for that. Because the premiere flying. was in no, the premiere was in what's name though. It was in Essence Fest. Yeah, yeah, that was smart. And nobody wants listen. Ain't nobody going to see that shit. So you, y'all didn't like I got to go part one. No, who go to the movie theater and watch? Wait that? a minute, talking about part one was slow. No, Thank it was okay, you. but it's not movie worthy. It's not fourteen dollars worthy. Well, first of all, you need to get, quit being washed and get the pass. No, so you pay a flat fee. No, you're washed because you have the pass. I go see it. I go see it because DC Young Fly funny. 
He's he not that funny. Ain't he the main? Fifteen dollars yeah. for Master P. I got hooked up too. Fifteen dollars. And I, I don't go to the movies alone, so that's forty dollars almost to go. Go to man. Go to the man name. Fuck that. Yeah, I ain't mad at that. I support P. Thank you. Support. You see how he, easy that was? Yeah, he was on um, Breakfast Club, Chuck. Them ugly ass shoes. Uh, he was I ain't on. supporting them shoes. Them shoes are trash. idiotic Zion idea. That's yeah. retarded. Brilliant Zion idea. Man, fam. Master P couldn't market himself successfully for the last 20 years, and he had $500 Shit. million. Dollars. You think he gonna market Zion correctly? He marketing this, I got to hook up too, which I will no, be at. he only convinced you to go see it. Biggest No Limit fan I've ever met in my life. He's only you to go see it, and you have a CD book of a thousand of his CDs. I'm a No Limitologist. I have That's to why go you see going it. to see it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't trust Peter to market me. Um, with that being said, I'm going to. Uh, I'll be in Alabama. I got to go visit my mom this weekend. Um, shout out to Mom Dukes. That's what we're doing. Is that it? That's it. What part of Alabama? Huntsville. Mm. Huntsville, Alabama, home of the Alabama A&M Bulldogs. Respectable and Shout acceptable. Out HBCUs out there, man. We're coming to y'all soon. We know it's really normal, but we're going to say Huntsville is the same place. Absolutely. They, they know what I'm talking about. Man, look, y'all let us know. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Shout and out your t-shirt guys. All of that good shit. Oh, these my guys. Sunday to Sunday. These my people. Shout out to them, man. My homie pulled up to do a live show. What's going on, sir? Very respectable. Um, yeah, follow us. Uh, oh, no. Go to iTunes. Leave a comment. Rate. Subscribe. Do all that good shit. Uh, YouTube.com slash On Deck TV podcast. And we got some special additional content coming very soon. Stay tuned to be first to know about that. Yes, yes, definitely we do. Also follow the show page on Dick TV Podcast and comment on the YouTube pages. We would definitely appreciate your comments there as well as on iTunes and join the rap chat. Make sure you join in the conversation on Dick TV Podcast. We are out. Hello. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs>